I'm literally going back to the basics because I don't like Raya at all. I e think it's just oh, E-Harmony. Go, I like, should do E-Harmony. <laughs> Plenty of fish. That <laughs> Farmers only. Do I look like a farmer? Actually, honestly, that would be you know a lot saying? of... They're working on a the, farm yeah, somewhere. So they have no time for drama. Mad lettuce. Hey everyone, it's me, Dom. Welcome back to Dom Meets World. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. You know, dating is crazy and confusing. And I'm so glad you guys are joining me as I navigate my dating life. If you listened to the last episode, then you know it's been interesting to say the least. Last week, you had the pleasure of hearing my first ever solo episode where I talked about my love life journey, love bombing in general, all that other stuff. So make sure to check it out if you haven't yet. Hopefully there's more solo episodes in the future. But moving on, a lot has been happening lately. I've been getting my dating on and, you know, last time I told you guys about, what did I call her again? Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Update on that. Um, we're still texting. She might be working Lollapalooza, so I'm trying to figure that out. Maybe I'll go back to Chicago. But I don't know. Like, there's pros and cons of dating long distance. The pros are you can kind of focus on yourself because that person isn't around. It's like you just have a, a phone call and you both kind of do your thing. It's also it's also a lot of work because they're not there. And like the distance does make the connection a lot harder. So I don't know if I want to do that. Like I said in the last episode, it was kind of nice to feel, to know that I could feel that again because I feel like I've been really jaded. So it's nice. Um, and maybe it's worth exploring more, having fun. I was actually on on the airplane coming back. I was talking to this woman and it was really weird. Like that was the first time I was ever like talking to someone on a plane for like five hours straight. Like she was telling me about like her kids, her family, her work, how she grew up. She's from Spain, all this kind of stuff. And I was telling her about, you know, the day that I had. And she was like, you're young, you know, have fun. Those are, the, you're supposed to have a lot of those different moments and stuff like that and not to worry so much. So I feel like maybe it's about that time I start exploring and, you know, going out and talking to people and, and just entering the dating world again. I feel like I haven't been doing that clearly. Went out last night, didn't, didn't meet anyone, didn't talk to anyone, but I went to a live show. That was fun. I haven't heard any live music since I've been in LA. I've been so busy just like doing all different types of gigs and jobs and stuff like that. But I went out with my friends from Never Ending Fall. They're a band. They do the Can at Kirkland. It's on TikTok as well. And uh, yeah, we all went out to a live show, hit the streets, you know, tore the streets up. Not really. Just like walked around to different dive bars and got some drinks and stuff like that. But yeah, it was fun to kind of just go out and not make content and just like talk to people and I feel like I'm at a place now where like I'm more comfortable socially. Like my social anxiety is kind of like, it's still there, but I'm adjusting. It's been a lot easier to put myself out there. And I think that's due to the fact of, you know, doing this podcast kind of and like meeting people and meeting people through this. And it kind of forces me to like, be social I don't like I honestly don't think if I had this podcast I would talk to anybody <laughs> I would just like be in my room just like watching Spongebob and anime and shit so this has kind of been a good practice for me and I hope that you guys have been enjoying it as well but anyways enough about me and and my dating life today we're going to do a deep dive into not settling 
And who better to talk about not settling with than DT <laughs> from Love is Born? Oh my God. Hey. Hi. Have you been here the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been secretly just chilling here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. No, I'm I'm so grateful that you're able to, that you're able to make it because you're only here for what 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for stopping by. And of course, taking time out of your day. I'm sure you're. I got a lot going on in LA, and you know, weirdly, it just uh, happened to be that I had the time, and what a coincidence that like I was in LA, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be a yes person these days. Me too. Yeah, and it's kind of backfiring. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so? saying yes a lot recently. Yeah. And then I'm like, I said yes to too many things. I'm doing too much now. Yeah. Spreading too yourself many, too thin. Yes. Yeah, too many yeses. Yeah. Burning the candle at both ends. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's good that you're aware of that and you're recognizing it so that you can take that and be like, okay, I'm going to have to, I don't know why I was about to say refill the wax because you said <laughs> something about burning the candle. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> You know, that's not a term. No, not at all. Refill the wax. <laughs> what? I think we should make it a term. Has anyone okay? ever refilled wax? Of is People that a thing? Do that. I don't think in the same candle. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how wax works. It's just liquid that solidifies. See? Science. See? Repour Science. the you repour the wax. Gotta re- refill the wax, man. Refill the wax. No, but like, yeah, I'll never say no because I just like I'm a people pleaser, so I yeah, just like. That's just never going to happen. Me too. Are you? I'm a huge people pleaser. What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Are oh, you? I don't know much about Aquariuses. Okay. I yeah, dated one though. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. For like four years. Wow. Okay. What's your sign? It was not a good relationship. What? What's your sign? <laughs> I'm a Cancer. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. Oh, that is why. <laughs> cancer. Okay. I'm surrounded go. by Cancer uh, people. Is that how you, how you say it? Um, you get, you're just very emotional. You're very loyal. My mom's a Cancer. Mm. I mean, well, obviously I love my mother to death, but we butt heads all the time because it's just hard to see eye to eye. We live with our heads in the clouds and Cancer is just very much earthly people. You know, they're very emotional and yeah. we run from emotion. We hate that shit. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happens a lot in my relationships. It's like, I would like, I want to, like, I'm so, like, I love the emotional connection. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of trauma associated with oh, my birthday. Oh, okay, though. I see, okay. There's a lot of, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's gotcha. a lot of emotional damage okay. <laughs> related to birthdays yeah. and all that. Okay. So I just like to avoid that day completely. Yeah. Pretend it doesn't even happen. Interesting. I actually hate my birthday, too. I hate attention. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, like, people, don't don't look at me. <laughs> I remember even when I was, like, a kid, my mom used to say, like, people would sing me happy birthday, and whoever was holding me, I would just hit them in the head and be like, no, uh, no. I always hated it. Interesting. That is very interesting. Oh, God. Love birthday cake. <laughs> I hate my birthday. I remember one of my exes tried to throw me a surprise party, and I, <gasps> no. I lo- wanted to, like, to, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, like jump just off. walk yeah. right out the door. Oh yeah, I was about to, surprise. I just kept walking like, towards the balcony. Not. <laughs> 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 they were like, "Where's Dom? Oh no, no, no!" Oh I, no! I hate that shit. I yeah, hate I feel that. That wait, that's so interesting. You know, I studied psychology in school, so I just like love to take deep dives, funny deep dives <laughs> into people's brains and just like talk about deep shit like that like i hate small talk i'm just like let me know the real you (laughs) yeah i love you know i love talking i love getting like vulnerable and real Mm -hmm. but i feel like that makes a lot of people uncomfortable it does because it forces them to become vulnerable and people don't want to do that you know and that's exactly why i wrote my book i was like you know what this is the most vulnerable i'm ever going to be in my entire life 
if I can do that, then it's going to break down walls of other people to be vulnerable with me and be like, it's okay to talk about shit like that. That makes you uncomfortable, you know? So yeah. I'm like, yes. And I'm a firm believer in like, I don't know if you ever heard the saying of, if you stay silent, you deny others the benefit of knowing that they're not alone. Oh, I love that. I Which love is like that. something I've always kind of lived by since mm-hmm. I like heard that saying of like, because there's been so many times where like, I'll, I'll bring something up that people might be uncomfortable with, but mm-hmm. people will hear that and be like, oh, I feel the same way. Yes. So like imagine like you're in a forest and like mm-hmm. you're lost. Mm-hmm. You would feel a lot better knowing that in that forest, there's a lot of other people that are just as lost as you are. Yes. As opposed to feeling like you're just so alone in that forest. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I always kind of like the imagery that I put to it. Yeah. So that's why I like I'm fine being vulnerable. I'm mm-hmm. fine being raw because I know that someone watching is going to help that. Like I'm totally okay if someone's like, how's everything been? Not good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not good. And that's what we need to see more of because I feel like especially in our world, which is so heavily social media is we see all the highlight reels of people's lives and that's what everyone compares it to. But it's those vulnerabilities and those hard things that if you showcase that, it really, that's what connects us more than does like all of the, hey, look at this, like I'm happy and on vacation. And you know, it's actually the moments where you're like, damn, like I'm feeling so depressed today or I don't feel good about my body or, you know, I'm just having all these insecurities. But it's so hard to show up. I say that out loud, but do you find that hard to to show up in that way on social media for you? No, I'm like almost the opposite. Like I feel like I'm too comfortable. Really? <laughs> like I'm too comfortable in my following at this point. Like I love that. Because I kind of when I started before reality and all that, mm-hmm. I was on TikTok. Yeah. And okay. For yeah. me to work through my social anxiety, I was like, so I got TikTok after I did the mole, mm-hmm. and it was like I knew the mole was coming out, and then perfect match I was gonna go film that but I have really bad social anxiety I wasn't good on social media at at that time so I was like I'm gonna do TikToks and I'm just gonna go live every few days just to get comfortable talking and being social and stuff like that yeah so it's kind of like my my followers kind of grew with me up until this point okay so they saw me before the shows like just in my car sleeping in my sleeping in my car like moving from place to place like they've Mm -hmm. grown with me up until this point so I'm totally fine like being like yo went to the spider-man premiere today yeah um super sick but now i'm I'm back on my air mattress yeah life sucks bro <laughs> it's kind of sick sometimes but it's like oh yeah you like these uh, these pants dolce and gabbana Stolen from a gifting, you know what I'm saying? I didn't pay for this right quick. Like, <laughs> don't be outing yourself yeah. like that. Come on, that's what I mean. Don't you goodbye, don't you goodbye. I'm sorry. So, this is what you mean, too vulnerable. I get it now. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Dulce, Dulce and Gabbana, Versace. Do- Versace. Yeah, I'm, te- I'm terrible. At, like, I'm so bad at being an influencer. Oh, 100% same. And you know what? You bring up a really good point is that you're following and grew before. All of the shows came out, which means that people grew to love you because of who you are, like just truly. But when you are just thrown into the mix and like people have this idea of who you are Mm -hmm. and then they follow you because of that persona that they saw on television. It's so hard to show up on social media because you're like, what do I put out here? Because it's like, what version of me are you going to love and which version of you are going to start hating on? You know, I think that that was like at least my benefit because Mm -hmm. after the show people had this perception of me they're like oh dom's like this he's like this is that real is that fake is he uh, pick me or whatever and then people Mm -hmm. would be like 
Does he actually like Taylor Swift? And then people be like, he's been make, he's been <laughs> bumping Taylor Swift on TikTok for the past two years. Like this man loves Taylor Swift. You know what You're I mean? Swifty, like, huh? Yeah, but like because mm-hmm. I've had that following for so long, it's like mm-hmm. no matter what the procession was on TV, people were like, oh no, like we've been following for two years. This is who he is. Yes. And so I feel like that was like my sort of benefit. And I also feel like because we were both on dating shows, mm-hmm. that also makes it ten times worse. Because I don't know what it is about dating shows that people connect to so viscerally yes that it can just like first it just puts you on a whole different level mm-hmm. and like it's so personal and people get so intense about it yeah so like what was your kind of like after love is blind mm-hmm. your dating life up until now how has everything kind of like yeah played out it's been it's been tough especially because i dated Kyle after the show after um you know things didn't work out with my ex-fiance um so that was tough because again it was another public relationship where people are really rooting for you and if you see or if they see that you failed it's like such a disappointment and I'm like damn I hate disappointing people again goes back to that people pleasing thing you know and I'm like wait why am I trying to make other people happy but honestly I have always been the type of person to find validation in having a partner. And I feel like I'm only good enough when I have someone next to me. And for once in my life, after, you know, after the altar and all the shows had calmed down, I was like, wow. I looked at myself and I was like, I am so happy to be single, Mm -hmm. like living life for me and, you know, just worrying about what I want to do. And so I thought that was like such a powerful place to be in. And now it's been like, what, a year, year and a half now. So I'm super excited to like finally be like, okay, I'm excited to find a partner and it's not because I'm looking for validation or someone to complete me. I'm just excited to find somebody to do life with and to, you know, to be an equal partner with. So I, I'm like finally on the hunt again. I've started dating apps. And so dating apps. Yes. How, okay. Yeah. Talk to me. Cause I, everyone knows, like I use a dating app one time in my life. Yeah. My first swipe was my girlfriend for like (laughs) three and a half years. So I was like, I, I feel like I won. And yeah. I haven't gone on there since. But I feel like now going on a dating app with people knowing who you are, it's mm-hmm. kind of like. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I haven't actually hit activate yet. Oh. <laughs> this Okay, so. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, so um, my. What, co- what, wait, what app? So Sorry. I'm literally going back to the basics because I don't like Raya at all. I e think it's harmony. just. E- oh, E-Harmony. Go, like, I should do E-Harmony. <laughs> Plenty of fish. That. <laughs> you're, next space. thing you're going to say is Christian Mingle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dom, please. <laughs> Farmers um, only. Fa- Do I look like a farmer? Actually, honestly, that would be you know a lot saying? of... They're working on a the, farm yeah. somewhere. So they have no time for drama, no, you know? Lack, lack of groceries is not an issue. <laughs> not at all. I can just go Mad pick my... Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Mad lettuce. Dude, I love that kind of life. I'm an all-organic girly. But anyways... um. I'm thinking about just going back on Hinge. Okay. It might be like crazy and people might recognize me, but if anyone says anything, I'm just going to swipe left and be like, I'm beyond bothered. You know what I mean? But it is a scary thing to get back into it. But um, I also don't like dating apps because I feel like they just fail. You just look for the next best thing, you know? Yeah. It's like there's there's like this weird sort of like you, you get lost in the search of validation. 
hundred percent. Like I feel like you just swipe and you're like, oh, a match. Oh, I want yeah. another match. Exactly. Oh, I want another match. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone sent me this message. Yeah. You're like a doctor. Oh my god. Like, and then you yes. start talking to somebody, and mm-hmm. then you go back on. You're like, let me just swipe a little bit. Yeah. Oh, another match. Let me. <laughs> it's like it's like it feels like it doesn't stop. Exactly. Really. Like you might go on one date and then you just find someone else, and you're like, oh, this person's even hotter. Has a better occupation. Yeah. Or has their you know life together. Yeah. So it's just like. It seems hard, but you know what I was thinking the other day? I feel like I'm going to find my person at a Whole Foods on a Sunday morning, like at 10 a.m., who has their shit together, who has their life together, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do you, or Home Depot. Do you ever... Because I... <laughs> Home Depot? <laughs> I like a man who can fix things. You true. Know? True. You know? That's a good point. Right? Free renovations. Free re- <laughs> Back to the farmer. Back to the farmer. Back that to the farmer only. That farmers might be, only. It's that might be back. where you got to go. Um, <laughs> but speaking of like dating, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've got this, but mm-hmm. like being in the reality universe, like you said, people get so intense about it and people are rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have it where like I have I get this a lot now where like no matter who I'm with or whatever I'm doing, people will leave a comment like, oh my gosh, like I, I, I got a lot of like. You and you and Raven from Love is you and this person. Mm-hmm. Probably someone in my comments were like, "Oh my God, Dom and Deep D." Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, do you ever get that a lot? I I do sometimes. And feel that pressure to kind of like, oh, I gotta keep. Yeah. Because people are rooting for me, I gotta keep this rom com alive. Mm-hmm. Or I do sometimes, especially um, at that Love Is Blind reunion thing. I was just walking around with random people, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh my God, like Deep D and." they're sitting together eating popcorn and i'm like we're literally just chilling and like i'm like stop trying to make it a thing but yeah there's a lot of pressure because i think people are deeply invested into our lives and they do want to genuinely see us happy but at the same time they're like imposing so many opinions that it's hard to like decipher through it all you know what i mean and you're like where do i at the end of the day you just kind of have to just like let it be you know that's kind of i've come to that point how about you do you feel like you give it attention like does it impact you in any way it doesn't impact me but it is something where like you know like a big thing for my show is like people were rooting for like me and Ines they're like Dom mm-hmm. and Ines they're a thing like no matter what happened like, yeah because you guys were hanging out a lot yeah, yeah. And, like we walked down the street there'd be tweets of like oh my gosh I saw Dom and Ines winky face like mm-hmm. even had her on she was on the podcast last week yeah and it was like Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, why aren't you guys together? Like, we even made a clip being like, we are not together. And people were like, <laughs> why <so>. not? <laughs> why can't this not be a thing? Yes, yes. <laughs> why are you denying us of this? Yeah. And I'm like, there's, I, I just want to be like, there's so many people in the world like that mm-hmm. that we can date. But it's like, there's always this constant pressure of like, people wanting to see this rom-com and see people succeed. Especially people like, you know, I feel like both of us had kind of similar fates mm-hmm. <laughs> in the reality world yes. where... We just didn't get a happy ending, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like people want the happy ending. Where with me, people know what I went through on the first season, and they're still like, "Well, like, like get you Person. on the, get you on, go on the second season." I'm yeah. like, "Why would you want me to go through that again?" Right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think they just don't understand the amount of emotional turmoil that you've yeah. been through doing that. You know what I mean? And honestly while you were talking about that that's why i think i was rooting for me and kyle so much post show Mm -hmm. because i was like oh my god okay it didn't work out with my ex-fiance but here's this person that is my best friend we do so much together and everyone is rooting for us like 
And like, I just want this relationship to work so hard to the point where I would ignore red flags. Right. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm being told by my body, my soul, everything that this is not the person for me, yeah. but I'm continuing on because of the pressure, yeah. you know? So I totally understand that. All right, let's get into our topic. So deep tea, how did you find the confidence inside yourself to not settle? Uh, that's a that's a great question because I think people think that just because I said no at the altar and I said those famous words um, that I'm just this like most confident person when in fact all throughout my entire life I've actually had really low self-confidence and I've had a lot of issues with self-esteem and loving myself and again I, I go back to that whole thing of I really put in the work before I went on the show to you know look at myself in the mirror and be like okay I'm proud of the person that I see and so going on the show and being with somebody who was really tearing down all of those you know building blocks that I had put up mm -hmm. um, was really really tough and I think towards the end of the experience I was just sitting there thinking to myself I was like here I am again trying to prove my worth to somebody and I was like, why am I doing that? Like, do I think I'm good enough? Like, do I think that I'm worthy enough? Like, am I settling for this person? Or am I just trying to prove that I can be lovable? You know what I mean? And Damn. it's so funny because oftentimes you always are like, is that person going to like me? You never think to yourself, do I like this person? Yeah. You know? And so I kind of changed that narrative. And I'm just so proud of myself for doing that and realizing you know, I need to look for something that I deserve and that, you know, I don't need to settle just be just to have somebody by my side, because having the wrong person by your side is just going to be super detrimental to you. And so, yeah, that's kind of where, you know, the show really did impact my life in such a beautiful way. And yeah. it's crazy to think. But no, that's actually crazy because I felt the exact same way on my show, like literally. Yeah. I said, like, as I was, like, crying, <laughs> I yeah. was like, I don't feel, like, why is it happening to me? Because I don't feel worthy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, as I was, like, expressing that. So, it's mm -hmm. like, I went through the exact same thing that you did on yeah. the show of, like, not feeling worthy of love and mm -hmm. just wanting to prove that, I like, I do deserve to be here. You right. know what I mean? I do deserve this, which I'm still kind of figuring out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing, right? It's like, people think that once you do it. They're like, okay, this is the person that he, he's going to be all the time now. And it's like, no, it ebbs and flows yeah, all the like time. There's, it, there's yes. big dips. Yes. There's big, big old dips. Absolutely. But I'm working there. I'm finding what I deserve. In my my head right now, mm -hmm. I'm like, I need like a Selena Gomez, you know? <laughs> yes. I need like a Selena Gomez. Dude, I don't even swing that way and I need a Selena Gomez. You know, that's what I'm looking yes. at now. I just need, I feel like I deserve Selena Gomez. <laughs> what are you going to do with all of her fans though? That's going to be a tough one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't break her heart. I thought she found someone. Oh, she broke up with Zane? Oh. Oh, there oh, you go, see, Tom. Slide in. See, Selena Gomez. And I won't settle for anything less. Oh, you guys. Dom is about to be single for life. <laughs> <laughs> Deep tea. I was trying to be funny. Deep I'm sorry. That, was, that I was supposed to be funny. That hurt. Oh. I thought you said you didn't get hurt. That, yeah, but I mean, it was true, though, probably, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Shoot for the moon, you'll end up among the stars. All the celebs. Or, you know, shoot for the moon, free fall to the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was morbid. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> Why did you want to go on Love is Blind originally? Like, what was the... I had just recently got out of a really bad six-year relationship, and I thought that was going to be my person. And then pandemic hit, and I hated dating apps, like completely hated dating apps. And my best friend, who actually lives in L.A., he sent me a thing and was like, you're a great first dater. You should try out for this. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, my parents would never let me on a reality TV show. I did it. And honestly, I wanted to find a unique love story. Like, what a dope way to say that I found love. Yeah. Do you ever like regret it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because everything that I went through on that show taught me so much about myself. Like, I think all the lessons that I learned in life up until that point, love is blind was a test for me. Like, had you really learned those lessons? Like, are you going to put them to use and become the version of yourself that you claim to be? That's mm -hmm. what love is blind was for me. Nice. Yeah. I feel like for myself going, to, I feel like the same way where like mm -hmm. there are moments where I regret it, where I'm like, oh, I wish I never did that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But then I look at who I am today and how much I've grown from like not only doing the show, but having to like watch it with everyone and watch myself on it, mm -hmm. watch the way how I acted and gave my love. And I'm like, okay, how do I improve on that? How do I become better from that? And yeah. I feel like going through that with the entire world and all that pressure kind of forced me into like I've always been a person when like if I get broken up with, my first instinct is to run. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, I don't want to see you like again. Disappear. Please say disappear, disassociate everything. Mm -hmm. Even on the show, it was like there was a point when like I got broken up with and it was like I my first instinct was like, I'm leaving. Goodbye everyone, yeah. I'm gone. Mm -hmm. But that show forced me to kind of like stay and confront that, yes. which I'm grateful for because now I feel like I am pretty jaded now after mm -hmm. the whole show and everything like that but i am more i feel like balanced yeah in terms of dating and and love like i romanticize a lot of things still yeah i still fall in love every five seconds mm -hmm. but i'm able to pull myself out of that yes very quickly just as fast you know what yeah. i mean so i'm getting to that balance which i don't think i would have gotten to if I never did the show. Yeah, I'm 100% the same way because I am such a hopeless romantic. Yeah. And it's like almost to a fault, actually, because I'm like, I believe in love and people so much and I put all my trust into people. But I've like that trust has been broken so many times that I'm like, you know what? What's another time? It's fine. Like, I know how to deal with it now. And I know that I'm a stronger person because of it. And I truly believe the universe keeps giving you the same lesson over and over again until you learn it and you stop making that oh, mistake yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and i'm like i'm at that point in life now i'm like i'm not settling for what i like i'm not settling for something that i know i deserve better for you know what i mean and how do you how do you go about that like what is what does it mean to like not settle i think it's like knowing in your heart that there are certain characteristics there are certain lifestyles there's certain habits that you know that you're compatible with. Mm -hmm. And even though you like somebody and you care for them and you enjoy their company, sometimes it's letting go and realizing that's not enough because you know that to for a long relationship to last, that you need to be compatible. And that's what I need to remind myself. Like when I've been broken up with in the past, I'm like, I take it to heart so much. It's like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do I not, you know, deserve, like, why don't I not get the things that I want? And it's simply comes down to the 
bottom line is you're not compatible with that person. There's nothing wrong with you, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing that people like misconceive is that, you know, that something is wrong with you and that's why your relationship didn't work. No. And it's the fact that there's the compatibility wasn't there. Yeah. And so I think that's what I hold on to now. And I'm like, okay, do I see longevity in this relationship? And if I don't, I try to just try to back off and just step away. Have you ever been at a point of like, cause I've seen there's like that point of like not settling. And then there's also the point of like personal growth and mm-hmm. settling Mm-hmm. Where I've been in a in a relationship and I was so comfortable in it, mm-hmm. and I do believe you were compatible. Yeah, but I feel like when I was in, it, I got so comfortable and I and I wanted to settle for that because I was like, but I did, I wasn't growing as a person. I just mm. settled with that person because it was comfortable. Yeah, we were compatible. It was comfortable, but I wasn't growing as a person. I wasn't getting to where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Do you think that also comes into play of like not settling? Absolutely, like, absolutely. Like growth mindset is huge, and I think. You know, it's interesting that you say that you weren't growing. Like, how did you, how did you, how did you identify that you weren't growing? I think I, I knew I wasn't growing when really in hindsight, Mm -hmm. you know, after it ended and like, I, I'm somebody before, like, clearly, I'm sure everyone can, (laughs) everyone knows me by now. That like, <laughs> I'm somebody when I'm in a relationship, I give my all. I'm yeah. a, I give 110%. I put mm-hmm. people on a pedestal. So it's, mm-hmm. at that time, it was like I was comfortable. We were compatible. But I dimmed my light so much just because I wanted to see the other person shine. But there's oh, there's gosh. nothing wrong with that. But yes. it's like I wanted to see that person shine. And I was willing to like, she wanted to go to New York. I was going to change my entire life to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize till afterwards, it was like, we broke up. And similar to you, it was like a long-term relationship. We broke up and then it was like, reality i got cast like on reality tv and then it was like now i'm doing all these different things all these different opportunities and i look back and i'm like did i just settle mm-hmm. and like yeah was i could, was i always this person that was capable of doing these things yes oh my gosh you sound exactly like me that's <laughs> insane because that's exactly what i do and you're right it's the fact that you put the other person's needs before your own and that's exactly what the show has taught me and you know when i said like i chose myself it's like i hate those words now because it's so overused yeah. <laughs> like if people say that to me one more time <laughs> i'm gonna be like please stop but really though that's what you have to do is if you want a relationship to work if you don't show up for yourself and pursue goals and you know live your own life then you're not going to have that growth mentality that you just mentioned because yeah. that's exactly it is we were both giving our 100% to someone else and expecting them to give their 100% to us but they weren't yeah. so we if we like I think about relationships now because I always used to think it's 50 50. No, it's both people show up 100 percent, live their own lives, but grow together into a beautiful marriage or relationship, whatever partnership that you're looking for. And I'm like, I think that's what really clicked in my brain is like, OK, that's what's going to create growth, compatibility and longevity. You yeah, because yeah. like you said, like it's seeing that longevity, but in like a mutual aspect because yes. I think when I was with that person I saw longevity mm-hmm. but I didn't see growth right right I was just happy being with that person no mm-hmm. matter what happened right you're like I'm gonna ride or die for this person yeah I'm gonna ride or die whatever you gotta do to make this work I'm gonna make it work mm-hmm. but I never looked at it from the lens of like what about Dom yeah so it was like after we after the relationship ended I had to look at myself like we're it's been three and a half years mm-hmm. why am I still at the same place right you know Mm -hmm. exactly exactly did you feel like that in your 
Yeah, absolutely. First relationship or? 100%. That six-year relationship that I was in, I was only living for that other person. I only saw their needs, what they wanted to do. What was the profession that they liked? Like, I let me just, like, kind of mirror that or, like, follow goals that, like, you know, were compatible to his, yeah. you know? And I think that's the biggest thing is if we have our own set of goals and what we aspire to do and we find somebody who's willing to support that just like you can support theirs i think that's where it's like you can create such a beautiful relationship but damn is it fi- hard to find like where's a man yeah. out there that can find me that <laughs> i yeah oh, man. like are you like dating right now yes i am what's I'm the dating. last date you went on the last date i think was three weeks ago oh yeah three weeks ago it was like a second date second date but he doesn't live in proximity to me he doesn't live in chicago Mm -hmm. so after that one we kind of just like are doing facetime dates and it's crazy because it kind of just like fizzles a little bit after that you know so i'm like eh, it's fun like you're getting to know somebody but it's really i don't know if it's gonna go anywhere so yeah how about you are you dating I had a similar experience. Yeah, okay. in Chicago as well. I was oh, there really? This, I was there this past weekend. Okay, and, and you didn't some... hit me up. Well, like I, I like to be fair, I I was like very. I was at a festival and it was like at um summer heat smash. What? Oh, summer smash. Okay. I know there was like multiple. Yeah, festivals yeah, yeah. Going there was on. okay. Like Chicago was like yeah. I don't know what was going on in Chicago that weekend, but it was insane. I love Chicago. <laughs> I actually do like Chicago a lot, mm-hmm. although I heard like. <laughs> I did hear there was like a serial killer on the loose. Oh, like that. yes, there is. Yeah, that was and like... the mayor refuses to believe that there's a serial killer loose, but there is. But thankfully, you and I are safe. They're targeting white men. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I was literally like. I was at the bean, and yeah. someone came up to me like, "Oh my god, you're Dom. What's up, man?" They're like, "Yo, just so, just so you're aware." They told you that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "By so the aware, way, there's a serial killer around." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks for telling me that." Yeah, they're like, thanks but for don't killing worry. the vibe. But he was like, "But don't worry, only kills white guys. Like, you're good." And I was like, "Appreciate it, bro." Like. <laughs> You're like, thank you for yeah. letting me know I'm safe yeah, now. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I could walk around freely. Yeah, thank you for that. But yeah, also, uh, speaking of Charlotte, the bean. Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't like Kind of just the bean. It's just I'm not gonna, I'm bean. not going to like, I don't mean to like hate on Chicago, but. It's a great, it's like, honestly, I haven't been to the bean in like six years. <laughs> <laughs> like who goes to like, the bean? I, I went twice. So I went one time, I went like, I walked over, I looked at yeah. it and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, right? where's the... Maybe I missed something. So then I went back again. Mm-hmm. I it's, didn't miss anything. It's because it's, it is such a beautiful architectural piece. If you really look at it and the way it reflects light and the way that like um, you see the buildings with like the reflection of it and all, like like photographers can like they can take such beautiful pictures with the bean what ruins it is the energy around it there's so many people there Nah, what ruins it is how dirty the bean is well yeah like it's please la is pretty dirty too no listen i'm not first of all i'm not from la so shit on la all you want you're literally living in la (laughs) shit on la all you want i'm not from here true i'm canadian oh that's right i forgot i'm canadian so you can okay okay okay, and i'm not shitting on chicago i love i think he was you guys i think he was. i love chicago Chicago. (laughs) i'm just saying whenever i go someplace and everyone's like you gotta go check this out you gotta check out this thing yeah and whenever i go check it out i'm like you know i'm like ah Okay, when you come back to Chicago, I'll show you some dope spots that are not the bean. <laughs> yeah, like I was looking at the bean. I'm like, there's fingerprints. Birds are shitting all over the bean. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> You know, maybe what? Maybe I'll go back to Chicago, and you could take me there and like. 
I'll clean when, the surface yeah, for you a little when bit someone before cleans you arrive. It off, clean yeah. off the bean and oh, I got you. And we'll hey. go at like five, whoa. six a.m. Oh, I just got the reference. Yeah, that's you're right. Cut it. No, yeah, that's. I feel like I feel like the bean is actually a prank because it's, it's like if I were to go to Chicago and talk to like, I'll try to take you to the bean. You know, <laughs> we could we can go flick up by the bean. Wow, is that <laughs> a, I think that's a Kanye lyric. Flick up by the bean. No, I, the first one. Um, or is that a Drake one? Maybe it's a take Drake. Take to the bean. No, something with the bean. I'll 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 send it to you. Have you ever heard King Von take her to the, took her to the O? No, I've never heard that. Just got some top from a stripper bitch. She from Kankakee. <laughs> I got a Glock with a ruler tip. Boy, don't play with me. You Absolutely never heard? You don't not. know King Von? I have never heard. No, right. but you know what? I red love flag. new music, so please send. Yeah, King that's Von. not a red flag. I'm just Indian and not exposed. No, nah, but you're from Chicago. You should know King Von. I wasn't born in Chicago. I was born in India. Sing it with me. Okay, ready? I'm she. not singing that. My mom will murder me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I tried, ladies and gentlemen. That would have been hilarious that to have a been... clip of you singing King Von. I'll send you. I'll send you a. I'll send you a snippet. All right. Appreciate it. I got it. you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> we both were on a show. <laughs> yeah. We were both with people on a show. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. people are now engaged yes mm-hmm. how what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> you can even keep a serious face <laughs> i mean i don't think it affects us really yeah like, does it affect us i mean you know what i love to say is um i think i i you are with i'm always with the person then they get engaged the next person they date they always get engaged to so i groom them perfectly <laughs> no, i'm just kidding no that actually just joking no but that's actually a good that's actually a good point yeah because now i'm thinking i'm like <laughs> did you make that happen <laughs> yeah i was like i saw a picture of my ex recently and she hasn't she's with somebody new mm-hmm. and i was like she looked hella happy yeah i'm like why i was like damn she looked happy as shit mm-hmm. yeah. i was like i was like proud i was like i did that yeah i <laughs> know Take all the credit. Yeah. We should be in the wedding. I was like, I did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I was that stepping stone. Right. That was <laughs> I was that stepping that stone. That made you realize. That made you realize exactly. what you deserve exactly. and what you're worthy of. Um, I made you realize that you that <laughs> what you really need in a relationship. I'm dead. Jokes aside, I do. I think I when I found out, obviously there's a piece of you that becomes really sad because it brings you back to memories of that person and you're like, Oh, like that could have been me, but there's, and then you think about it longer and you're like, wait, there's so many reasons why I'm glad it wasn't me because the person that he is with now probably brings out a better version of him. Because if I'm not going to lie to you, he did not bring out the best version of me Mm -hmm. and he didn't make me feel like I was the person for him. And so I was like, why would I want to be with somebody like that? You know? So I'm actually happy for them. And I, I, you know, there's sometimes obviously I'll think about it and I'm like, damn, like I want to be engaged. Like I want that for me, but I'm, I'm done comparing lives, yeah. you know? So I actually had like the weirdest, it wasn't even weird, but it was just like one of those like things of like, you would think it would be weird, but it mm-hmm. wasn't weird. Yeah. After the show, like we all kind of, we had went to like this red carpet event, mm-hmm. everybody from Netflix. Oh yeah. I saw all of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we all I went, see it all. Yeah. <laughs> we went kidding. to this red carpet event. Mm-hmm. And I start talking to this guy, okay, right? And yeah. so I'm like, oh, look, your face tats, like your shoes. He's complimenting me. We're hitting it off. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Francesca walks over and then he's like, oh, he's like, this is Jesse, my boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sh-. and then I love Jesse. And then Francesca's like, oh, yeah, like, 
update Dom on the show? And Justin's like, oh, sick. Like, <laughs> he's like, wouldn't have, like, wouldn't have her, like, date a better guy on the show. I'm like, oh, I love that. I was like, she couldn't have ended up with a, with a better guy. Like, literally, like, me and Jesse just, like, hit it off instantly. So it's like, I love that. Anybody that's like, oh, like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about I was like, I loved Jesse before I even knew. And then yeah. once I found out, I was so thrilled. I love that. I was that. like, this is awesome. We went to, like, out <laughs> I went to Disneyland with her. We went to Disney with our Guardians of the Galaxy rides. Shut up. Yeah. That's so Like awesome. a whole click of us. Wait, I dinner, had... Like met Jesse's like brother. Like we oh, hit it off with him talking about anime. Like That's so... I love that. See, when that can happen, I feel like everything is right in the world and the universe is really speaking to you. Be like, this is how it's supposed to be. Because honestly, I had the similar experience because after Kyle and I broke up, we had so many um, moments where we ran into each other because we were invited to the same things in Chicago and I was dating somebody at the time. He was my little summertime boat daddy. <laughs> I can't believe I said that out loud. It's a summertime boat daddy? Yeah, he was my little crazy. summertime fling because yeah. in summertime you love to be on a boat. But anyways, right. um, and he was dating his uh, fiance and so um, we would run into each other and I met her and I was like, oh, she is so sweet. And I remember him texting me being like, thank you for being so sweet to her. And I was like, how could you not be sweet to her? Yeah. Like, she's great. So I, I was just like, yeah, this is this feels right. Like, it feels like this is where we're supposed to be in life, you know? Yeah. Like, I do not get I do not get jealous. Really? Like, I do not. Don't like, lie, it's, No, no. Like, it's not even like. It's almost like weird really? how not jealous I get. Yeah. Like I genuinely like I just don't care sometimes. Interesting. It's like I'm like I met Harry. Like yeah. Harry Jowsey. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Looked at each other, started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We're like He's a great What guy. a wild He's ride. Funny. He's funny. What a wild ride, my friend. <laughs> Headed off. Yeah. Literally two days later, we're working out together. We're eating breakfast. I love that. Chilling, Your ex hanging probably out, hate meeting, that. meeting his dog or whatever. Like, it's <laughs> like, I, like, I don't care. Yeah. It'd be, it would be so hard for someone to date me and be like, oh, I want to piss Dom off. I'm going to sleep with his best friend. I'd be oh, like, no. I'd be like, that. he'd be like, dude, I'm so sorry. I said, I'd be like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> not even like, not even like a little bit of healthy jealousy. Like what's healthy? Like, like I feel, I feel like I get jealous, but then I'm quickly able to have a conversation in my head and be like, stop being dumb. Right. Like, you know, like check yourself kind of thing. But, I, but for me, like if I'm with a guy and he gets just a little bit, a healthy jealous where uh, he's like, he'll say one thing maybe, but then like back off. It's not like an aggressive jealousy. I think that's like kind of hot. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like just a little tiny you're bit. You're never going to get that, that from me. Because <laughs> that just means that like you're, you're like, oh, this is my girl. Like I don't want anybody else to like look at her or like, you know, she's just mine. And that's kind of like attractive. You know what oh, I mean? Isn't that see, not just like a tiny bit attractive? You don't think that like. So you would be fine if, like, your girlfriend, for example, just, like, was flirting with somebody else. Like, you wouldn't get jealous whatsoever. My ex, like, I don't know. I guess it depends on the ratio. Like, my ex would, like, when guys would flirt with her, mm -hmm. if we were out somewhere, she would go with them, ask for two drinks, and then bring it back to me. And then we would <laughs> wave and we'd be like, appreciate it. That's a it. great girlfriend. Then, yeah, like, <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like, there should never, in my relationship, it's like, there should be full trust. Like, yeah. my ex, like. You can have like mm -hmm. put your fingerprint on my phone, yeah. face ID, here's a password to everything. It's like mm -hmm. full trust, transparency, not because like here because she wants to see it, but just like yeah. I just don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, I, I am truly 
a golden retriever in relationships. I love like that. I am truly like mm-hmm. oblivious to everything. <laughs> you could be so upset with me about you have to tell me. Like if you're passive aggressive, I will not notice. It I'm will go right dead. over my head. Okay, but so okay, let's flip it then. What if you because you're so oblivious? I'm so <laughs> were like flirting with somebody and you didn't even realize it because you're just being nice because it happens to me all the time. Where you're just being nice, but then your girl gets a little bit jealous. Would you feel some type of way? Like, would you be upset over that? Or would you think that's like, oh, yeah, my girl loves me? Don't think about it. It literally happened on the show. Stop it. happened it. on the show. It was oh, like, yeah. why were you talking to her? Oh, I was yeah, like, I was just eating, I was drinking wine and getting Oreos. <laughs> I just, my mouth was full of cookies. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, what just happened? You are golden like, I'm Like, there's no, uh, there's nobody that gives more of the epitome of golden retriever energy. Yeah, because there's oblivious. no bad intentions. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. like, I just like, yeah just go I just go about living life it's like if you're like if, if like my if you came if we were dating yeah and you're like yo like i like i cheat on you i'd be like oh well <laughs> goodbye <laughs> what am i gonna do yeah like what am i gonna do you know what i mean like it happened what am stop i gonna stop it do? that's not true i feel like you wouldn't feel any type of way Nah, like the stuff you know what the stuff that hurts me is like is like romanticizing afterwards in the moment it's like whatever mm-hmm. but then it's like the stuff that i get up that i get like jealous about it's like oh you never finished watching peaky blinders like what if she's oh, watching peaky blinders oh yes that's where i'm like oh. like who's she watching peaky blinders and with then, now but, but then immediately i watch peaky blinders i'm like oh that was fire she probably enjoyed that shit and i just kind of move <laughs> i find that very intriguing because i feel like you're so emotional that you find a tat not attachment i'm just putting i'm characterizing you too much i just feel like you're so emotional that like it would hurt you if someone was like disloyal yeah it hurts like i said like yeah like every, like it hurts for a moment but because yeah. i'm so like i don't know how my brain functions or whatever mm-hmm. like that i just i'm able to move on really fast i'm able to like process it yeah and move on like really cuz you remember you just said earlier you said you were you disassociate yeah. You literally put a wall up and you're like not dealing with that emotion. Yeah, like I've just learned to like I just but, dissociate really quickly. But don't you think that's emotion that you should deal with? I think I, I think like I deal with it. Like I process it, I mm-hmm, deal with it mm-hmm. and then I just like I move on. Cuz okay. I like my ideology is this. It's like it happened. Mm-hmm. Like I have Rafiki tattooed on my elbow because my grandfather like once said to me like like something bad happened to me. He was like, "All right, it's done." Like hmm. what like where do you go from here? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I broke up with my ex for like like four or five years, like way back in the day, I was super upset. And my grandpa was like, he's just going to mope around. Like, like it's done. She doesn't want you. Move on. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And it was like, I had to hear that. It's yeah. kind of like the Lion King when Rafiki hits Simba. He's like, oh, what was that for? It was like, what does it matter? It's in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I'm able, like, I've just built myself up to this point when something bad happens to me. And it, through therapy, it's like, just like a coping mechanism. Yeah. Where like, Move I'm forward. like, can I... Can I fix it? Can I do anything about it? No. Then move, move on. Forward. If you can fix it, you can't do something, then do something about it. You can't move forward. I love that. That person actually. broke up with you. They don't want you anymore. That sucks. You know, be sad for a second. Then it's like, all right, well, what now? I can't dwell on that. I got to keep going. Mm-hmm. I got to play fetch. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I got to go outside, go for a walk. It always comes back to the golden yeah. retreat. See, <laughs> Have you ever seen a friend settle and how did you handle it? Oh my gosh. Absolutely, I did. Um, and it's so hard when a f- you see a friend doing it 
because you have an outside perspective, right, on the situation. So it's really tough because you identify all of the all of the pains of the relationship and you're like I see that this relationship is not going to work but there's so much love and attachment there that I know it's going to take something so horrible to happen for them to like separate yeah. and that actually did end up it ended up happening but it wasn't my time or place to say it I think I try to build relationships with, with friends in a way to be like I'm not gonna I'm not trying to basically sugarcoat everything for them. I'm going to be like, hey, like I see you changing and I see that this relationship is really like toxic for you. And so I try to tell them I'm just like straight up tell them. But if at that point they don't take the advice and um, they just continue on with the relationship, then I keep my mouth shut. And I'm like, you know what, when you uh, when conflict arises, I'll be there for you to talk it through. But that's all I can do. Because at the end of the day, I'm not in their day-to-day -day relationship. I'm not in every single conversation. So I don't know like the ins and outs of the relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I can only be so opinionated about it. And it sucks because have you ever been in this position where you tell a friend, you're like, I really don't like the guy you're dating. And then they sneak around and hang out with them all the time. And they don't talk to you anymore. They don't trust you anymore. And they don't come to you with things. And I hate that because I've been that person. When my friends are like, you're with a cheater. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just not going to tell you. I'm just yeah. going to hang out without you knowing, you know? Yeah. And that's more harmful. So I'm like, I'm just going to be open with them. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. It's hard to see people, especially your best friends, settle. Yeah. But I think it's like, like for me, it was always the other way around. Like, I feel like I was always the friend that like was in a relationship and settling. And settling. my friends were always like. Hey man, like yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if this, you should keep this going. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And then I just like I remember, like my my first long term relationship, I broke up with her. And then my friend was like, I was like, oh yeah, she just she has my passport, mm -hmm. right? Like I go pick up my passport. Oh jeez. And my friend's like, doesn't come back for five she days. Was like, just tell her to leave it outside and grab it. I was like, nah, I gotta go up and get it. He's like, if I don't hear from you in 45 minutes, I know you got back with her. Oh, and, then, and, then, and then it's like he's like don't do it man don't do it and then it's like a day passes by or like hours pass by or whatever like that he's like i knew it oh no <laughs> you know so mm -hmm. I, i've it's always easy. i've always been that friend of like you know mm -hmm. i uh, eventually i learned yeah you know in front of the entire world but <laughs> <laughs> that always makes the lesson you know? stick doesn't it <laughs> wait so do you like listen to your friends now though not now. Like, did you listen to your friends when they said that, though? Or you just kind of did your own thing? I did my own thing, but I think yeah. now I'm at the point now where, like, I if my friends give me their opinions, I listen to it because both of them are now, like, both of my closest friends are now either engaged and one of them is married with a kid and yeah. living a very happy, mm -hmm. like, wholesome life. Yeah. I'm like, teach me how to get there. <laughs> Show me. Be my mentor. Guide my me mentor. that way. You know what I mean? Hey, everyone has their own journeys. Yeah, because you know? I remember when I broke up, similar to you before being on reality, my friend was like, this is awesome. Like, you're single. Find out who Dom is. Discover yourself. Yeah. And then I'm, I, I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to Panama to go on this dating show. And he was like, that's not You're like, I'm, shit. He's like, that's not what I meant, dude. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, not what I meant yeah. by discover yourself. He's like, he's like bro, like, <laughs> this is that's the worst so possible decision. funny. Wait, so how long have you been single now? since the show yeah that's good though right it's yeah. been a while yeah it's been like well over a year yeah is this the longest yeah this has been the longest 
Dude, proud of you. I'm, well, I'm unless you hella want lonely. to be. <laughs> so Dom's lonely. looking friends. I'm I'm not. It's just it's very sad. Why? What? It's not sad. It's just what? it's very like. Like I feel like I have the appearance of people would think like, oh, this dude is. Has it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Doing his thing. No, I am. I'm so boring. No, I. You know what? I love the fact that you just said it's lonely because I agree. It is sometimes lonely, but I've really learned that I love the company of myself. Yeah. And I forget that when I'm in a relationship because I'm always doing things for the other person. But honestly, the loneliness can like create so much abundance and creativity and you like figure out new hobbies or you like figure out like what it is that you love to do when no one's looking like who are you when no one's watching you know like yeah. figuring out that version of me i think has been fun again but you're right i think after some time you're like okay it's cool now i figured it out yeah. let me like <laughs> yeah. share that with somebody <laughs> yeah this is good this is going on yeah. way too far exactly is there anybody like okay quick fun question yeah is there anybody in the reality space or influencer space that you're like, I want, I want to date that person. I want, I want to try. I want to take that for a roller coaster. I want to. I want to. You know, Why did I, want to I ride think of that. that as a sexual? They take that on a roller coaster. <laughs> no, I want to eat that spaghetti. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I've never heard anyone say that before in my life. Eat that spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? I want. Must to be one of those lyrics that I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to get a knife and fork and scrape that plate. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Who are you seeing? A petri dish? You know what I'm <laughs> Just kidding. Wouldn't mind like folding those jeans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I just kind of want to hear you ramble on about the you know <laughs> about the different ways you can. No, no one knows what you're saying, saying, Tom. I wouldn't mind. You know what I'm saying? Not what I'm saying. No. I wouldn't mind massaging that ear cartilage. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Dom. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Tying shoes and shit. <laughs> Bleaching my whites in the laundry. Please. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Putting a hoodie on Take backwards you seriously right, right, right now. You know? <laughs> um, honestly, in the dating space, in the reality space, I don't think, I don't think anyone really seems appealing to me because everyone's too effed up in that. <laughs> 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 I'm like, there's one person carrying that baggage. We don't need two yeah. people. <laughs> You're bringing up valid facts. I mean, you know valid what I mean? Facts. No, or it can be very bonding, I guess, trauma bonding. Yeah. I don't know if I'm using that in the right uh, <laughs> sense, but um, I don't know. I, hmm, Apart from like attractivity, like personality wise, I don't think so. Because I truly don't know anyone except for like when I sit down and meet them in person, which I haven't done with a lot of reality TV people yet. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, I don't think I don't I don't think so yet. But jury's out on you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just fair kidding. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> with all your not season two. Stay tuned. You want to answer some questions? Some yeah. questions? Yeah. If you could choose a different Netflix dating show to be on, which would it be? Ooh. So what are we? What are our options? We have yeah, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Done. Check. We have Too Hot to Handle. Absolutely not. We have Perfect Match. Blah. Is there another dating show? Indian Matchmaking. <laughs> Actually, that's a good one. I think I'd have to choose Indian Matchmaking then. Because there's no I mean, nothing else. Nothing else, really. Yeah, to... like I'm not doing Too Hot to Handle. No, absolutely not. Al I also, actually, I would. Actually, no. Here's my problem with Too Hot to Handle. Mm -hmm. Is... 
the people that that never do anything don't win yeah and that would be my game if i go on an island and you're like here's a we're gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars to not have sex i'm a monk yeah i'm staring at the corner i'm staring at that corner for four weeks straight you're like i'm winning. eating crackers like i was i'm like people be like dom do you want to come no i'm staring at this wall for four weeks i'm getting this money like it light work you're easy like, okay i'm on week 57 like it's mad easy <laughs> yeah but the problem is it's a team effort so even if you're doing that the other people are going to bring you down not because oh yeah because that takes a, away money or yeah whatever it takes like away money i'll take whatever i get i just yeah. know I'm, i can i can only control my own actions exactly and what i will not do is insert pieces of this into other people yeah <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> We're crying. How long into dating do you talk about your future? Immediately. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Immediately, immediately right? Uh, right amongst. Exactly. Hey, my name's Dom. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the name Ocean for a daughter? I would That's literally, <laughs> Dom, if you said that, I would run. <laughs> really? You, on our first date. You're like, hi, I'm in love with you, and I think our daughter's name should be Ocean. It worked on Sunday when I was in Chicago. Really? Where is she? Huh? I'm just she's still in Chicago. <laughs> she's still in Chicago. But we made out on a Ferris wheel. Okay, I think if, if you're just being like jokingly about it, I'm I like dead that. dead serious. How what you... do you think about the name Ocean? I kind of like it. I like that. Right? It's yeah, a nice I like name. It. I'm also like, I love nature, so I like that name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, we can go for a walk on nature. We can bring ocean with we us. We can bring ocean to the ocean. We can, yeah, we can bring ocean <laughs> to the ocean. Like, how cute is that? That is cute. That's I like it. Cute. I like it. See how she switched up? See how she switched up? Oh. <laughs> See, how she sw See? It worked. It worked. <laughs> she says she was run. She says she will run. She's still here. Please. See? But but you weren't serious. But, but, but you're not serious. Serious. I just said I was dead serious. Okay, it's the I love you part. I think that that's like what, what hit. That's what hit. Yeah. As you. an Aquarius, it takes like a hundred years for me to say that word. Those you. words. No, I'm cringing. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> what would you do if your partner didn't want you to keep your guy or girl best friend? Oh, man. I think it would be an honest conversation. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why? What are the red flags? Like, is my best friend treating me shitty and I don't see it? Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, right? If that's not the case, I mean, I'll take it into account. But I'd be like, you got to either love me and be with my best friend or it's nothing. Okay, so me and Natalie had a conversation about this on the podcast. If you're, if you're dating somebody and they have a best friend and they talk until like 2, 3 in the morning... Mm -hmm. about things do you think that's a red flag like, like do am i included in the conversation or am i just no like you're not i'm it's, just like yeah so it's you like your girlfriend and her guy best friend they talk until like three in the morning sometimes on the phone like about life things whatever and she's not like relaying any information to me not nothing. really she's just like she's having issues with her boyfriend to the guy? Oh, yeah. And while I'm there? I'm just sitting right there. No, she's no, texting. no. Sorry. It's, he's having issues with his girlfriend. So she he called me to talk about it. Like things like that. You know, it's just like friend friend things. But like it's like two, three in the morning. It's constant talking. They have inside jokes. Right. I, I would just be like, oh, he like he likes you. Or something. I'd just be like, oh, he likes you. And then she'd be like, oh, no, we're just friends. I'd be like, 
All right, cool. Like, so you don't think a guy and a girl can be platonic? I know. I I do think that. Yeah. I do think that. But if it if it's like cons- consistently two thirty in the morning, then it's a red flag. Then it's like. Hmm. Want to play a uh, quick game? Okay. It's not Let's really a game. It's like a reaction game. Okay. It's called "Am I the Asshole?" <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna read some stories off of Reddit, and we're gonna determine if said individual is an asshole. Okay. All right. Ooh, I like this. Okay. So the first one is titled, Am I the asshole for giving my number to a guy in a bar while in a relationship? Yes. You say yes? Yes. All right, let's 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 investigate. My boyfriend works in a bar and I go there often alone to wait until he is done with his shift. Sometimes guys come up to me to talk and we have a nice conversation. Today I was sitting at the bar reading a book until a guy comes up to me. He asked what book I was reading and if I liked it. We had a conversation about the book, and then he introduced himself to me. He did ask if I had a partner. I said yes. We continued our conversation. At the end, he asked for my number so we could talk about books more. He also mentioned that he doesn't have many friends in the city we live in because he recently moved here. I told him we could have a coffee sometime so he wouldn't feel so alone. After he left, my boyfriend came up to me and asked me why I gave my number. I tried to explain the story to him. But he wouldn't listen and called me naive. He said he was really mad and didn't talk to me for the next hour. He does sometimes have these kind of outbursts, and I am okay with that because he always apologizes afterwards. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Brief intermission. (laughs) (laughs) Now, am I the asshole for giving my number in the first place? Edit point. People people have told me I have a flirty personality plus conventionally good looks. <laughs> That's people walk up to her and were like, "Man, you have a flirty personality, and conventionally you're very attractive." That's that's what you want to hear. <laughs> you're attractive conventionally, um, and so I can never seem to know when people are genuinely nice to me or just trying to get in my pants. Okay. <laughs> Like, now nah, the the edit kind of took it in a whole different direction. Yeah, for me, personally, I agree. I'm just I'm just so hot that it's not my fault. <laughs> I just can't determine if people are trying to <laughs> me or if they're just being nice. Okay, I do have to say I'm so conventionally good looking. <laughs> it's a little bit uh, what is what's the word? I don't even know. I can't think. That was just a little unhinged. Egotistic. Yeah, egotistic. Unhinged, also, unhinged. Unhinged. Also. He has these outbursts, but he apologizes afterwards, so it's fine. It's totally okay. Yeah. Let me just forgive this behavior. <laughs> there's, so many, there's so many red flags. There's so many <laughs> things that are wrong with oh, this story. Oh, my God. No, okay. I do have to say, though, I'm a very nice person. And so I feel like I would do something like that. With, But it's all about intention, right? Yeah. I'm like, it's... But at the same time, it gives the other person the wrong idea. So that's what's bad about it. Even if your intention is good, the other person's is not. That's why I think that is asshole behavior. Yeah. You know? I, I do think it, be, it became asshole behavior for me after the edit point. <laughs> I think up until then, I was, no like, I was like, okay, maybe she's just really naive. nice. And nice and nice. Because yeah. if you're like, he has these outbursts all the time. Yeah. But you apologize. It's like, okay, there's... Like she, she, yeah, she's not really self aware of what's yeah. going on. But then afterwards, it was like people do tell me I'm conventionally good. It's like okay, maybe, 
maybe you're a bit of an asshole for <laughs> just handing out your number to talk books to this yeah, guy. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy. Like, and, the, and also, like, your partner's working his shift. Like, he's like... <laughs> yeah, he's just witnessing <laughs> this happen. He's like... He's trying, to, he's trying to get his bag and yeah. you're just over here giving your number to talk about books and stuff. He's like, babe. Like, he's like, babe, I'm trying to make money yeah, for our like, living. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Watch me pull up these cocktails. Yeah. Like, what, what you doing over there? Greedy. So yeah, asshole, right? Yeah, I'm giving it an asshole. Done. Okay, that's it for our show, everyone. DT, thank you for dropping by. Yeah, thank you for too. taking the time out of your day to stop here. Thank you for having me. This was like a, such a safe space to just, you know, get vulnerable. We oh, love that, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it got a little like we got off the rails, got a little that's unhinged good. at points, but that's you know, that's how it goes. You know? Yeah, that's, how, that's how, it how it goes. <laughs> There's really no other option. Yeah, I love that. It ne- it's it's ne- it never goes the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, and I love those are the beautiful moments that you capture. So yeah. I love that. Got it. Yeah. Um, do you have any new projects? Anything you want to share? Promote? Um, I'm just a, uh, you know, I have the new podcast out of the pods, and you know, just really trying to spearhead that and. Let's see what the future holds. I'm excited, you know, just to keep moving forward. Maybe write another book. I want to do like a self-help book, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. See what happens. Yeah, please. I need the help. Yeah. <laughs> the more Trust books, me. the more books, the merrier. I'm I need the help to myself yeah. too. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Domi's Road wherever you get your podcast, and subscribe to Past Your Bedtime on YouTube for full video episodes. And we'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.